Welcome back to the Etcetera's. As always, I'm your host, Eddie Gonzalez. I'm joined by the newest member of the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant. In the Valley. In the Valley. We're here in the desert. First show in the Valley. I love it. I'm sorry. You love it? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's growing on me, man. Chill vibes. Yeah. Once I got my living arrangement settled and all my stuff, my personal stuff figured out, I'm kind of settling in now. Let's talk about moving because you've never been traded, so you've never had that. Yeah. What was that situation like? The All-Star break probably helps a little bit, but Mm -hmm. still, you know, that's Super Bowl's out here. Everything's going on. What was that process like? It was weird for sure. Um, you hear stories all the time about guys getting traded and what their experience is like. And, um, it was really all you know, just exactly what they said. You know, you just quick turnaround, you get up, go to the city the next day, you try to pack as much stuff as you can. Um, luckily for me, though, I wasn't playing, so I didn't have to get prepared for a game or anything like yeah. that. So, um, yeah, you got to – it's just a quick turnaround, you know. you in one city and then the next day you're in another city living the whole – you know, trying to live <laughs> the same life, you know. So it's uh, this is part of the business, man. It's part of it. And, you know, just hundreds of – over hundreds of players that got traded before and I've heard so many stories. So, you know, they kind of match up with what I went through. Yeah, I came and seen you because it's like it's, – it was that quick. It's like yeah. you're going to be gone, you yeah. know. And uh, you were, it was just like a whirlwind. There's so many things. You got a great team, obviously, mm-hmm. but – there's a lot of things still to handle in New York. Yeah, yeah. It happened so fast. Uh, like you said, the last four years, I felt like we've been on the ground just building a family, building a, just an infrastructure in New York. And, um, you know, something that uh, regardless if I'm there or not, still can sustain, you know. So, um, yeah, it was a lot to uh, leave behind. Uh, but stepping into something new I'm excited about. Looking forward to being back on the West Coast, playing in the Western Conference again. So yeah, it should be, it should be fun. So let's talk about it a little bit because there's a lot of misconceptions, and it's you know from the inside looking out, I think people feel like you were always on your way out, and I know just on our day to day and just how locked in everything was with the team, with the gang we have at the crib, with everybody. Like this wasn't how you saw things going. This this came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, most of, yeah, it did come out of nowhere for sure. Um, yeah, like I said before, like I said in the press conference, we were locked into the season. I felt, um, you know, we were building something solid. Um, but, yeah, this was name of the game, name of the league. That's what happens. You know, stuff happens pretty quickly and you try to figure it out. So, um, yeah, it, it wasn't something I was planning on doing that, you know, all-star break, but <laughs> it just happened that way. And I think people think it was, oh, Kyrie's gone, I'm out. I don't think it was that. I think it was bigger than that. And then, you know, as best I could tell, you guys came together, Rich, the team, and, and kind of figured out a plan, like, going forward. Is, is yeah. that how it broke down for you? Yeah, just, yeah, figuring out a plan for the team, trying to figure out a plan for the team first, seeing where the team was going to go. You know, I had three more years on my contract. I'm getting older, too, so I'm, I wanted to – figure out what what it, what it looked like um, going forward. Um, and we all sat down and talked about it, and we looked at both sides and said, you know, this will work for both sides, and made it happen. Yeah, I think, you know, I think they got a haul. I think I mean, you guys got what you wanted. It was very interesting trade. It was, you know, it's been thrown around since the summer, obviously, all that. But, yo, they got a lot of picks. Michael Bridges. I, yeah. I thought they ended up with a really great team. Yeah. Uh, I feel. I felt. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you get two starters to come back. 
along with some draft capital that can, you know, that's good for your future, um, especially in the Nets and have the picks with, you know, trading away James. Uh, you got a couple back from getting Ben back, um, but, you know, it's a lot of picks you got, and that's what a lot of teams are looking for is first-round picks. Um, so I, f- I, feel like they, I feel like they got, you know, some players that they can build around and also some draft capital. So I, I feel like it worked out, and it's um, – um, for us on the sun, it's just about me getting on the floor, building chemistry, trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to play on both sides of the ball, seeing where I can factor in and that. Yeah, look, it was tough. I don't think it was easy. Um, you were emotional in the press conference. I think people thought that was fake. I'm watching like, damn, he's really <laughs> giving it up. Uh, I actually <laughs> – I went to a show at Barclays like two days later. I'm seeing all the staffers I know, mm. and like it's a lot. Like we made real good, real yeah, friends there, building yeah. real stuff. I mean, here. that's a, that's what people don't see—the stuff behind the scenes, the little interactions you have with everybody every day. You know, that stuff builds up over time, and that's the stuff that really don't get talked about. You know, so it's a lot of people that uh, I seen on my way to work every day. You know, right. you know how that is. You build you build up a family just from seeing somebody every day. Is we might not have long conversations, but we say what's up on our journey and. It, you know, you, you feel like you you walking it with them. So I had a lot of those type of people in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? And I, everywhere I play, every day means something to me. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not going through the motions while I'm out there. It's just, you know. So I'm I'm in the moment. I'm building relationships. I'm you know people saying my personality every day, and like you just feeling comfortable and settling in in the place, and uh, then you move. You know. So yeah, it's an adjustment period. But you know, I feel like I can do what I do anywhere. I feel like, you know, I can operate in any environment and still be myself. So I'm looking forward to doing that here. Yeah, I know from my vantage point it was it was it was crazy. You know what I mean? Even even talking to you and kind of seeing some of the process, it was still like boom, boom, boom. And then like like you said, you have this family there. Yeah. And I'm in New York, so I'm like, you know, I'm yeah, messing around yeah, see these people. Yeah, I'm gonna come yeah. to the game and uh you yeah. know, I can only imagine for you how just so much shit. Yeah, I mean, that's but that's a part of the game. That's part of the league, you know, deal with it, move on, keep pushing. The good thing about it is, like, we built, like I said, what we built in New York with 35B boardroom, I think that can sustain regardless. It, it was like that before I got to New York. Yeah. Um, so uh, we built in every day, and, you know, regardless of where I'm at, still hold the flag. A lot of great relationships with the fans out there, with the staff, with the team in general. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough, yeah. but – I know those relationships gonna always last, you know, because there's people that's gonna work and that I work with in the training staff and the front office that's going bounce around the league as well, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just one big family in the NBA. Yeah. I think that goes, you know, a lot of people don't truly understand, you know, that the NBA is a huge family. I get, we got, you know, friends and family on all different types of teams. So the relationships gonna, you know, keep going if you keep, you know, if you keep keep that put that work in with the you know, with that individual. All right, let's do let's do morning TV talk before we move on because I want to talk about your future and your current as well as you're working your way back on the court. But when you look back the four years, the seven era, you've you've changed numbers now. <laughs> hey, you, you, your dog might need a new name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when you look back, like the grand totality of your career, like what do you feel about that? To me, and I, I'm not gonna step on your answer here, but. To spend that time recovering from the Achilles and to show you're still that guy and to have those moments you have, like I think it was a success. I know we get on TV in the morning and go, they didn't yeah, win the title, they yeah, stink. Yeah. What do you feel like when you look back? Because I know you want to win titles too, mm-hmm. even though it's not everything. Yeah. 
Um, I'm disappointed that we didn't get a chance to really build what we wanted to build because, like I said, we only played a few games together. That's the disappointing side of it because, obviously, every time every player steps on the floor, they want to win the game, and we want to win the season. So, yeah, we had the talent to, to go far in the playoffs, um, and I wanted to build on that. And I felt like after that, 2021 season, we had an opportunity to build on that, even though guys were injured. But we we seen something that year. Um, so I get that part of, of the spectators and people saying that was a failure because they wanted to see it work and we wanted to see it work. But on the same side, I felt like I, I maximized every day as a pro. Like I get the most, I get the most out of myself every day. So I would never say anything I do is a failure. If I don't get the most out of myself. I go through the motions, not work as hard, not go through, try to make every rep important, then yeah, I'll say I fail. But I, I, I feel like I get the most out of myself every day and that's the most I can ask. and That's the most I can do, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's how I tend to look at my career as I've gotten older. Yeah, I, I keep seeing a tweet from the summer from you. It's like the people who are in the gym with me, they know. And yeah. like, I remember that, I remember the frustration after that series and immediately like discussing like here's what I can work on here's what I can do and then watching you do it in the gym and like again like I understand like everybody doesn't see this process and it's almost assumed you work on your game you're a pro athlete yeah. but I see you know the sweat equity you put in and I'm like nah this shit meant a lot like just because it doesn't work out it doesn't work out for 29 teams yeah, but exactly. it means a lot you know what I mean and and all throughout the league. Jason Tatum, he's worked on his game mm -hmm. all summer, and, and even if they don't win the title, like, it meant a lot this year, and whomever player, you mm -hmm. know. And so I seen that, and, and and I knew, like, yo, this shit mattered. And even with the trade stuff in the summer, I saw how locked in you were yeah. and how focused you were. Do you, you feel like now we're playing the what-if game, but Kyrie doesn't ask out, you guys improve. You guys had a real shot. Yeah, I mean, we had. A, I mean, the way we were playing, yeah, I can say that we had a shot, but we never, we gonna never know how it finished out. Um, but to go to your point, like we, in our league, it's it's about what you do. You you know, you play a game, whatever that goes, you just move on to the next day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's how it goes each year too. It's like, yeah, I mean, we didn't last year. We didn't finish. We didn't even do what we wanted to do but that don't stop the work if when, when we won the championship I didn't we didn't sit down and bask in it for you know the whole summer and not care about the next year you I know like what I'm saying that. so it's like in this league like yeah of course you know the, the storyline is built up you know up until the end of the year like if you don't win that then <laughs> you know what I'm saying then it's over for you but it's like really we just pick back up and start over again next year and that's the mentality you always got to have and you know what I'm saying that's the approach that I try to take as I move forward so Mike Miller he did out of office with Rich and he he talked about that like even when they won the finals it was like it was like sigh of relief it wasn't even like you know yeah. it's a party but it was like fuck like we yeah. did it and it's like how much can you party yeah <laughs> it's like yeah you know, I mean, after three days it's just like all right man I done had enough yeah. of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so like what's next but it's like the work just is next. You yeah, just keep and, going. And I think, you know, look, it sounds, I guess, bad as if it, shit, we're football fans. We, we're football fans of bad teams. <laughs> and we sit there I wouldn't, pissed. I wouldn't call us a bad team, but I get what you're saying. Your team is bad. My team is on the upswing. It's, but look, um, we take those losses and we're pissed for like a day or two. So I can't say we're immune to it. But I also watch guys in the league and not just the teams I've, your teams or teams have been like, 
I've seen teams you guys beat and went to the club and guys are having a good time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The work day is over, then you get into, yeah. like, you're on your shit. Yeah. I've seen it linger, too. I've seen guys pissed. Like, <laughs> yeah, guys care. We were, we were talking one day. Somebody missed a free throw in Dallas. And I'm like, hey. And he was, like, right back to you being pissed. And I was like, yeah, yeah it lingers. Yeah. But you also – you, you you also can compartmentalize that and move on with your day to day and, and all next that. play so, mentality. You try to use that approach at all times. Next play, keep moving on. You got to because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you have a game in two. Yeah. You can game tomorrow. You exactly. know what I mean? So it's like that. Last thread on there because uh, I don't want them to say I don't ask the tough questions. But you and Kai, did you guys have a chance to chat? All star and all stars busy. Mm. What was your viewpoint there? I look. I've I felt the way in the moment. I can say that as your friend. But I do believe what Kyrie says. Like, it's a business decision. He views it as that. And at the end of the day, like. Like I said, I can separate. Like, I, I, I'm disappointed that we didn't finish the season. Mm -hmm. But I also know we're all our own separate entities. We all move and do the things that we want to do for our careers. And, like, I can't fault somebody for doing that, even though it might have been at our expense as a team. But, like, that's that's who he is and that's what he wanted to do. And it's like. I can't have a problem with that. Like I, like I said, I'm a, I want to act like I wasn't upset that we didn't finish the season because I love playing with Kyle. I wanted to continue. To, I wanted to see where we can go with that because we were both playing at a high level. So that part of it, because you know, I love to play. That's mm -hmm. all I'm focused on in this league is hooping. You know, not that other shit. What Kyle doing behind the scenes? What his contract negotiations was like? I don't even want to think about none yeah. of that stuff. So whatever he is doing, that's him. And I trust that he's going to make the right moves for him and his family to move forward. Like, I don't – and I trust him on that. And I, we haven't had a conversation, but eventually we will. A lot of stuff is moving fast. He figuring out his situation in Dallas. And I'm figuring out my situation here. But, yeah, at some point, I'm sure we'll have a conversation and kick back and reflect on all of it. But it's like – after the – initially, I was like, all right, it is what it is. And I try to move forward. <laughs> We talk about that. It, like, I was a little tight because it impacts you. You know what I mean? But it, you, but you, this is what you said. Like, this is, you're like, yo, like, he's got to do what he's got to do. It, it is what it is. It, it, that's like, still my brother. It's still, it's still my nephews and nieces, all that stuff. And, and I mean, it is. Yeah, it impacted us. It impacted what we did on the floor. No doubt about that. I'm not trying to undercut that. That hurt, but like, not finishing out the season. But, like, I can separate what we do on the floor and who we are as a human being. And I know you got your own situation that has nothing to do with what we do. You know what I'm saying? You got to move how you got to move for the best, for the betterment of you. So I get that part of it. Like, I probably wouldn't have understood that seven, eight years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been through my situations with moving teams and and and, and feeling like I needed a new situation. So I'm like, I, I've been through it all. So I can understand your viewpoint on that. And I can – still be upset that we didn't finish the job but like uh cool with me yeah i you know i wish kai the best i think yeah he, he did what he felt like he had to do for himself and i thought he explained it really well too he, yeah he's somebody who is he's eloquent when he speaks mm -hmm. he definitely let everybody know what he felt and what he thought and i think it's a great pairing out there and it'd be very interesting to see how they build that team out now going forward um I just I just enjoy Kyrie's journey. Like, yeah, you man, know what it's, I mean? like, it's, yeah, it's, it's unique. It's it's like um, polarizing. You it's know? polarizing. There's a lot of words you can use for, for Kyrie in general because his game matches up. You know, and it's just his game is so big that 
you know, you got to watch him. So, you know, but he's taking a journey just like all of us. We're finding enlightenment in our own different ways. And I understand that. So, all right, looking forward. We're here in Arizona. And how you feeling? You ready to get back on the court? I know you worked out with the guys the first, like, true time playing with them today. How are you feeling looking at that going forward? Yeah, I'm taking a day at a time, man. I think each each day, like I've been saying from the day one I had this injury, like I've been doing more each day. Mm-hmm. Uh, got out with the guys, played a little bit, got some bump. You know, that's a good thing. Feel that physicality, you know, you know, now I can gauge and see where I am from there. So I do that consistently and see what happens. But it's a day-by-day day, uh, day thing, man. Who knows? Book. Devin Booker, a guy you work with in the summer, it got leaked out. I don't know. It happens. It's pretty packed gym. It happens. What is it about his game that you love? Because we've talked about it on the show. You've mm-hmm. long been a fan yeah. of his game. You played in the Olympics together. What is it about his game that you look at and go, that fucking guy, he, he got it? Yeah, I just like his work ethic. Um, I remember seeing him in college. I loved his form on his jump shot at a young age. So I was like, I can, you know, I can tell he's been working on his game. And so just following him over the years, just seeing how quickly you developed. You know, he's IQ for the game. He understands the game. So, you know, I, I like guys that can score from all areas of the floor. And, you know, being around somebody that works like that and that cares about the game like that is only going to help me. So, you know, I'm looking forward to being around him. And then, obviously, Monty, you've had a long, long story career with. Mm-hmm. What's it like to be back with him? Now he's your head coach. It's a yeah. little different. Yeah, it is. He's barking at you a little different yeah. now. Yeah. You got a little t- <laughs> tenure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he just likes coaching. You yeah. know, and I, I can appreciate that. Like, you like teaching, you know, and, and we the attention to detail is something I try to focus on when I'm playing. So if I can get that at all times, like in every area, the aspect of the game, that's always better. So when you got a coach that's, you know, we going through film, we watch, we walking through stuff on the floor, that only can help, you know. So I'm looking forward to being coached by him and, you know, trying to, you know, give him a, a piece that can that he can work with on the floor to could do different things, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'm excited about working with Monty again. I like his energy for the game. Like, he feel like, he look like he can still hoop, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that should be fun. I'm excited to see it, man. Um I might have to come back for the first home game. I'm check it out. Uh, I think you guys got a real shot, and I think going forward, like this is a long term move. Yeah, I think in the years coming, Book is so young, DeAndre Ayton is so young. You guys have a ton of flexibility. You obviously have Chris Paul, who's an asset as well. I don't want to shortchange him. He's been amazing. Yeah. the last few months yeah. as he's gotten his legs. I'm excited to see the product on the court. Yeah, me and too. And even going forward beyond that, like I think, yeah, yeah. aggressive owner. Matt Ishby, new owner. New owner, yeah, man. That's, he's uh, talking about it already. He's not talking about just this year. He's talking about sustained. That's what every organization should be talking about is just having some sustained success, you know, building something up, you know. So it's fun being a part of it. Pulled off the biggest deadline trade I think maybe ever. I haven't done the list. It's crazy that people say that. But that's an aggressive owner. This is probably the greatest player I think ever been traded in season. So weird little – I, don't know, that's I guess that's good to come thing. into the league that's with. I, I, I guess, I guess you, when you're having conversations <laughs> with your buddies, you can throw that out. But yeah. quite a move. Let's talk before we get out of here. Let's talk All Star because it just happened. Mm. I was disappointed. We were, you were obviously a part of it. Our show's weirdly a part of it, both with Mac McClung and before. They the really teams. thought, out, you know, I missed ahead. it. I'm mad I missed it, but apparently they showed etcetera's. On TNT, they did. Yeah, I before they picked the team, like us talking about the idea of doing it. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm missed glad, it. I'm yeah. mad. I need the footage. Turner, hit me. Yeah, send that over. 
Um, lowest rated all-star game of all time. That was surprising. I think the lowest rated all-star Saturday as well. Did Mac McClung bring the dunk contest back? He's been like your adversary all weekend. Yeah, like a lot of people think I was hating on Mac McClung. I don't think you were hating. When I was more I was so hating. pointing out but the the NBA had to go get Mac McClung <laughs> to revive the like I, Mac, I was not <laughs> It was more so a shot at the NBA, more so than you. I'm sorry you caught a stray. You felt like you caught a stray, but we <laughs> so we actually said you said Mac is going put on the show, and I said he's out. Mac, come on. His but reputation he, precedes him. Yeah. So we assumed he would put on a show. I, I I'm with you though. I did think the the functionality of that. I got clowned on running back. I said he never dunked in a game. Sham said he did. They pulled the footage. He, he dunked in a game. He did. A nice it was a nice fucking dunk too. Um, but. I just I just felt like you know when they went they go they went to the G League to grab the players for um, the rookie game too. I just felt like and then they playing four games in the rookie game. I just felt like that just took the interest away a little bit when it could just been rookie sophomores or rookie versus the world team USA versus the world like they did before. I just felt like he was trying a lot of stuff this time. So a lot of complaints about the game, and to me, I went back and watched some footage. We're we're not making it up. It used to get played a little harder, a little more physical. Guys would contest at the rim, actually. Now, this is a league with Shaq and Hakeem Olajuwon, like different types of players, too, which is, I think, part of it. What do you, what do you think is holding the game back, I guess, the actual All-Star game? I, I feel like my theory, I don't know, I'm not saying it's right or that's it's the holy grail, but my theory on it is, like, the All-Star weekend for us as players, the draw is like the eight-day break. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're an all-star, you get still get those three or four days to just kind of, you know, decompress and then come back to the team. So, like, more so than anything, it's all-stars, you know, especially the guys that play a lot of minutes. They didn't play a lot of games. Look at Jason Tatum played 50 games already, high minutes, not really sitting out. And you still play the all-star game. Now you got four more days of just chilling out. I think guys are thinking about that more so than, like, putting on the show during the game, you know, because – it's a long season, you know, in those eight days. They just, I guess, what, five, six years ago they might have put that in? Yeah, it's, it's fairly recent. Yeah, because before you go from might play Thursday, Friday, cruising to the All-Star break, and then you playing Tuesday yeah. and Wednesday. So you're still in that game mode a little bit. You don't, you know you not you can't relax a bit, you know. So I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why I'm, I'm not saying, you know, that's the, for sure the reason. That's what every guy's thinking. But, like, maybe that is right, one of the reasons why it might not be as interested – you know, guys might not be as interested in the weekend. I think it's a good point. And I think, you know, basically who's not participating, they're, they're not going. Yeah, exactly. They're on vacation. Yeah. They're At literally gone break, vacation. Like, we, it's rare we get those. Yeah. And, and and even the guys that go, if you're not in the game, you're leaving Sunday morning, you're going on vacation. Going, on, going somewhere. If you're in the game, you're leaving at 10 o'clock on Sunday going yeah. to vacation. Yeah. Because you guys don't usually get those breaks. I yeah. do think there's a little bit of that. I do think, you know, look, it rests on the players. It rests on six guys in the game deciding, I'm actually playing a little harder. Yeah. And right, raising the level. And and I get it. They don't want to get hurt. Luca was mic'd up and said, I don't want to hurt nobody. And I the get it. It's a process, too. Like. Yeah, I get it. But I don't know. I, I do think something does need to change. For me, a big difference is it'd be one thing if it was like, okay, lighthearted defense in the perimeter and then guys are getting dunks. Now it's like guys are just shooting from half court. It's like it just looks like a different game now. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. What do you think about Saturday? Everybody has asked me the question. They've asked you the question a hundred times. One-on-one, three dribbles, king of the hill. Like 
First off, would you do it? I just don't think people would participate. I don't and think I, people would And I don't think your your organizations would, you know, they would advise you not to do that, you know, because. I don't think it would look as cool as people would think in their head. Nah, it's, that's a, that's a, that's for like open gym. That's not yeah. for, that's not to put on a big stage, in my opinion, one-on-one. You know? I don't, I don't think. I think there'll be more bricks than people would expect. It's gonna be a long game. Yeah, I you know think what I'm it, saying, are, like, are you adding refs? Because that takes away the element. Play with foul, that dude. takes away the element of like a one, a pure one-on-one game. It's like, do you want to sit through, like you said, misses and and guys getting tired? Because a tired-ass one-on-one game is that could take forever. When you chasing down your rebounds, you're not breaking in between possessions, like. What's the rules? What's the criteria? Like, what would be the rules for that? You think? Yeah, it's it's. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a that's a slippery. And it's like to just add that. That wouldn't be good to just add that. There's that Olympic footage that always is posted. I think people are expecting that. That's also edited down. Like we 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 don't have the 20 minutes of you guys doing that, and we don't ever see every day. But like people would expect Ja versus Kai, and they might get Desmond Bain versus you know someone else, and uh-huh. it'd be frustrating. It'd be. I feel like and those get, are good players, but I don't just like we do with the dunk contest. We're not gonna get, you're not gonna do it. No, why? You you know you would win, right? In your mind? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I I'm not even gonna talk about it like that because <laughs> I've lost one on one games. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm lo- I've lost. Kai City beat you. Like I've lost the guys playing one on one. We might play seven games, five to five points. You know, six different spots. You know what I'm saying? Like. Guys gonna get hot and make shots. It's like you know you sparring in that. Like I don't, I don't think that's a, I don't think you look at that as a gauge. You say, all right, this guy is just clearly better. It's like you might have just got hot that day and made some shots over me. It's one on one and for sparring. Like I would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't join. I wouldn't play. My my bet for who would win if everybody does it, Joel. Oh yeah, I mean he's just bigger and stronger and more. And speed. he has the jumper too. Like people yeah. said, Giannis, and I think Giannis would do well too. But if we're talking like tight one-on-ones, couple dribbles, you the jumper is always just you want to rely on at that point. I think what spots you playing at. If you playing in a it's so many alone area, the mid post, then it's gonna be tough to stop Joel. It's gonna be tough to stop Giannis. It's gonna be tough to stop the bigger guys. But if you playing out on that unlimited dribbles outside the three-point line, you know, four-point lines, what they call it, then who, it's gonna be tough to stop the Kyrie's and the and the Jaws and the, and the Dame. So it's like. What are you really accomplishing seeing a one-on-one? I got book as a dark horse as well. He's Oh yeah. Yeah. It's you hear be. like legendary tall tales of Book and when you guys He's a tough one on one. When you guys worked out, that was the one guy all summer. You worked with a bunch of people and it's not to disparage them. But that was the one guy all summer, like you guys came back and was like, yo, Book was fucking amazing out there. Yeah, because when you're working out, it's like when you're not missing shots. Like, you know that's, what, that's what it was. Uh, it was about you, the shooting display. Somebody not missing shots in front of you. Like, say if we going 12 makes a spot. Like, I don't want him to make nine of them. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, and I'm bricking. I make three. So, like, you, you keep a guy like that. Just keep your level up. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want to – it's not. It's a, it's a subtle competition. It's like, all right, I want to match with you. You know what I mean? I don't want, I don't want to feel like you carrying me in the workout. Okay. And he was one of those guys that like shit. He making every shot. Okay, last thing, and we'll let you get out of here. KG, he thinks he's the one-on-one king of all time. Do, do you think? Do you buy that? No. Okay. I don't. He's got legendary video one-on-ones too. Olympic stuff. Pretty incredible shit to see. Yeah, good video, good footage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looked killer. Like he was doing shit that when I seen that, I was like, damn, KG could. I didn't know he was doing it like that. Um, back then, but you know, 
Yeah, good good footage. <laughs> I got you up there, Kobe up there. KG'd be tough to stop one on one. I wouldn't call him the king of one on one, but he'd be he one of the best. And my default answer is just always gonna be Shaq. Yeah, you gotta go to <laughs> like, Shaq, Joel, and B. That would be a tough matchup. I feel like you in the wings, it's gonna be a good issue. But then like we throw Shaq in there, and it's like, it's like who gets the ball Shaq. first? It turns into all this other I shit. Can't stop Shaq. Like nobody who's stopping Shaq if you playing in that area. <laughs> like only not even look, 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 I wanna make sure Shaq hears this. And the TNT. I think Barkley would be great one on one tournament too. I wanna make sure they hear that you speaking highly of them, by the way. Uh, but I think it's too deep into it. But I, I don't sure. lie about the game. I wanna make sure. So all right, well, good to have you back. Can't wait to see you back on the court. Thanks, bro. Genuinely. And uh it's it's gonna be an exciting, exciting run here. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it.